Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. Conversations already in tow. I'm your boy, Cheese No Kalina. On this one, Kalina will be on the next one. But thank you for everyone who's checking out the quarantine edition of the show. We appreciate it. But you know how we do here. We like to highlight some of the best things going on in hip-hop rights now for you to be informed, for you to be educated, for you to be in the know. And most importantly, don't use your stimulus check without going to Bandcamp and checking out the Savage Land uh, LP 10-inch available right now. Well, Our guests on the show, Recognize Real, Ghost the Machine, Peace. Weapon ESP, Savage Land Peace. is here. Gentlemen, yeah, yeah, welcome yeah, to yeah. the show. And hey, yo, another stimulus check is coming too, so I expect niggas to buy the fucking album, man. Buy it. <laughs> I mean, talking about it. Another two thousand dollars a month. Don't, that shit. Definitely don't say you didn't have a, a warning that it sold out. You were ready. <laughs> you should have got it when you had it. High quality merchandise right here. The release of the album is out now. Hit the links below. Um, man, so much to talk about. All of you have an interesting path on your own, and somehow the cosmic forces brought you all together. How, how did this come to be? Recognize real you, you, a prolific producer in your own right, making a lot of that boom back kind of stuff that all the cats like me love. Mm. How did this cosmic energy bring you all together to make this project? Um, first off, let me say I really, really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm putting everything out there into the universe. And uh, it's funny, my last project, which was called Bridges and Tunnels, which the whole idea was about bringing people together, you know what I'm saying, from different states in the country and whatnot, um, which to me was kind of my most cohesive project to date. And uh, a lot of the relationships that I made during that were, were very organic. So I'm even building with a lot of people from that album and making albums with them. But during that time period... Actually, uh, me and Weapon got to talking online and, and we were just kind of discussing about doing something. And then uh, he brought in Ghost on a track and, and it, that was the first beat I sent him. They, they knocked it out and I was like, yo, this sounds like you guys have crazy chemistry. And, uh, and that's it. And then we just started knocking one out after the other. You know what I'm saying? So this has been, uh, I want to say, uh, probably six months plus. You know, it's probably around the summer that we started. And uh, it, it's just been one heater after the other, you know, and uh, it, it came together. Uh, very organically, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we're very proud of it. And, um, it, you know, the timing is weird with what's going on, but so we got to get it out. You know what I mean? Got to get it out. Oh, oh, machine, ghost, ghost machine. First of all, your name, when I, when I read it and I started being aware of you, I'm like, isn't that like the craziest, best name ever? Um, uh, There's so many homages in that name in itself. Um, right that it's, it's kind of, you have to kind of pay attention. And a lot of people, a lot of artists forget that the artwork, your name and everything you represent does add to the appeal of who you are. So when the interesting ghost of the machine right off the bat, I was like, well, I have to know more. Um, what was, what was the process like for when you, you were coming in as a featured guest and then suddenly in terms of like, whoa, now I'm a part of this. What's your approach when you hear these beats and when you're feeling off a weapon ESP? What's that like? Because I can only imagine, like with my co-host, we just have a flow. It's hard to describe. We just kind of know. We don't rehearse anything. We don't talk about anything. We just get on a call and we just do our thing, and it works. What was the chemistry like between you guys 
and how do you approach writing? Because both of you are vastly different in your approach, but yet you're centered in this very old school approach, boom bap kind of style. Yo, cheese man, you're incredible. Your question, bro. But let me let me let me first off, uh, let me start off by first off saying that uh, Rec Real is gross and um, mm-hmm. ESP is a jerk, right? So, <laughs> um, yo, man, I, I, I've been a part of this scene for you know a couple of years. You know what I mean? And um, ESP is somebody that I've always on a track. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, you know, I also, also really respected him, you know what I'm saying? So when he, uh, pulled me along, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I- I'm down, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as I, you know, heard the call, you know, I, I answered, but then Rec Will came along and he's just a gross individual, you know what I'm saying? And all those beats were like fucked up, you know what I mean? And like, they called me, you know what I mean? So, you know, my name comes from a place of, you know, really goes to the machine pretty much means like when I die, you know, my music is the machine. It's still going to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, our mortality is imminent. You know what I'm saying? So that urgency in my name kind of matched Rec Reel's style in his beats, you know, and whatever what Web ESP was, you know, talking about. You feel me? So, you know, it was like more, more of like an urgency thing when I started like writing my rhymes uh, to whatever you know, Rec Rail was sitting along, whatever ESP was sitting along, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where that came from, you know what I mean? It inspired me. And I kind of wanted to approach things a little <laughs> differently, you know what I mean? Because ESP's a motherfucking beast, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, hold my own and 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 um, spar with him from a different angle. I switched my style up, you know what I mean? So I think it came together really well. Uh, ESP, when... When you're working with Rec Real, um, someone like uh, obviously Ghost, you, there's listening to you guys individually. There's a an interesting thing that I hear as a listener, right? As an older <laughs> listener, forty years old, I grew up in hip hop. I'm Brooklyn, so yeah, I can talk about this all day. So I could definitely see how the 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 synergy could happen because there's so many common things. But you're a pro- very prolific MC. But you allowed space for other people to come in and and add to what you're trying to do. And that doesn't always work in hip hop. Um, there's always people like, especially with MCs who are at times very sensitive um, and don't want to share the limelight. What inspired you to be like, you know what, <clears throat> this project would be better if I have Ghost and Rec all together to make this wonderful mixed vegetable stew. We're good individual, individually, but together we will be better. What was your thought process with that? You know, I just like, I got like, like Ghost said, I got the ultimate respect. I got the ultimate respect for his pen. And uh, I knew like, we'd be like back-to-back power hitters, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on Rec's beats. And it would just blow minds. Like I, I knew lyrically, we'd challenge each other. Um, and you know what? Ghost is very intimidating. And we took a certain approach. Nigga, hold up, nigga. Like, you're intimidated. Chill, bro. Relax, man. <laughs> nigga, you didn't, you didn't intimidate the one. Relax, man. <laughs> but, yo, like, like what Ghost said, like, we definitely took a different approach. 
like he took a different approach, but I feel like even with my rhymes on this project, I wasn't, I wasn't approaching it the same. I think it came out better because of that. Yeah, I, I, I love projects where the MCs from the songs that I've listened to, um, shout out to Jordan Commander for letting me peep some stuff. Um, from what I heard, what I heard was two dueling experts. Shout out to the dueling experts, by the way. Yeah, so go, peace to them, man. Yeah, because they have a fire project. Go check that out, dueling mm-hmm. expert. Uh, right now and go check out the verbal oh, yeah. episode right Rick before Ali. Yeah, yeah, that shit was cool. it's two people at the height of their game working together to make this moment but it definitely felt also like man that verse is dope how do i counter that or this beat is that wreck is providing is is gross <laughs> the word of the day um yeah wreck is gross <laughs> how do how do we pay respect to that beat and make it flip? Like, how do you approach that um, ESP? Like, what what's your mindset when you do that? Because I find that interesting. I'm not a writer. I Are you talking about like how, how how am I competitive? Like, how how what's my competitive nature in that? Yeah. Um. Well, it's different. Like, I'm kind of giving away something, but on this particular project, like, I wrote every verse first. So on this project, I had every verse. Like, Ghost had this second chance. The next project's gonna be a little different. Awesome. But Ghost had the yeah. chance to come through with the, you know what I mean, the powerhouse yeah. verses. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my verses. Don't get me wrong, but that was, the, that was the. That yeah, was the, Weapon gave me this. Weapon gave me the sense of being dog, and then they gave me the album. You, nah, man. So, to you, Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it works though because you guys are both, you know, in your own right, just. Uh, you have different styles and lyrically just uh it's crazy man it really came together uh i think bigger than any any three of us thought it was going to be because even the finished product along the way it's just like when you when we sat down and heard those masters it was like wow we did this this is uh something to be proud of yeah i, yeah, mean, I was like holy shit yeah. i definitely know that feeling we um you know the crush a lot podcast been working on our compilation project for a little bit of time and we finally released our first single with SD Knack and Stalker and Flu. And uh, we put it out, you know, we were like, it's the first song done. It's the one that... That song is dope, too. Yeah, it was just like the first one that it was the first beat that we picked. It was the, you know, it was the first verses submitted. And we just put that together and kind of made it happen. And let's just put it out and see what happens. Next thing you know, we heard the master. We were like, this is way more than what I thought. Yeah. And it hits differently. and, And... I would imagine for you, Rec, um, like when you're putting that together, that at times it's like you don't actually know what you have until it's done. Because that's how it felt for me. Like I didn't know how good it was because it's, I'm so critical. How do you maneuver that or how do you know like this is it? Uh, I mean... Talk to him, Rec. You're <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god i'm gross all right i get it i am but, uh, <laughs> banger you know, after fucking banger for real you know what it is it's um it's it's part of it. it it's part of it it's part of the process man it's part of what i enjoy right like kind of being an art, architect in the way the same thing when you're making a beat you're building the drums you're building this I'm, I'm filtering this sample i'm finding this piece i'm doing that you know it's all part of that build so even in the end, it's like now you're building on a verse. We're building on a hook. We're building on some cuts. 
we'll build it on then when we mix it down then you get that master and you hear it and it's just like man it's just it's constantly something new and uh and and that's what makes it that much entertaining and that much more timeless or lasting in my opinion you know what i'm saying so there's some shit that you know when you hear the end product and you're like all right this is cool or i like it but i i don't want to listen to this 20 times a day but then there's other shit like this where i can just keep listening to it and and each time you find something different in their verses or in the words or in the beat or whatever so uh even sometimes i hear shit and i'm like i, I didn't even remember doing that edit there or or putting that drop or that switch up and and it's like uh it's um it is what it is man it's crazy it's gross it's <laughs> fucking gross man rec you've been doing this for the production thing for a while um you know working with guilty simpson a, a bunch of people along the way yep. hip-hop is in an interesting place it's in a great place and, and hip-hop has different subgenres. so if you like trap in the mainstream place and the mainstream type of music there's a place for you for that go enjoy totally. it totally but the underground scene is so rich right now and it's mm -hmm. uh, you know hip-hop comes in cycles as listeners grow up and, and want something a little more sophisticated because underground rap could really be very sophisticated grimy um, my kind of music but sometimes it's difficult to sell that to an audience, right? How do you, because yeah. your music, all of you, your music is, for me, I'm going to buy it. I bought it. It's, 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 in, it's coming in the mail, but it's also harder to reach an audience. Is, is that something that you think about when you're creating music and how do you approach selling this art? You want people to listen to it. But we also know the music that we listen to doesn't always hit all the ears we would like. How do you approach that? That's a great question. Um, I don't know that there really is an approach to that. It's just, you know, it, we're grinding, man. We're still grinding, you know what I'm saying? You know, as much as some people might know my music or whatever, you know, it's still not enough people, in my opinion. Or or it's not, a, you know, it, it's, it's really not. You know, what is it really, you know? Um, but uh, it's just a constant grind. So we're all still grinding. We're all still putting it out there. And you put enough shit against the wall, something's going to stick. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, it's like I keep getting better. If I wasn't and I hit a plateau and I'm like, all right, I keep making the same fucking beats, then I wouldn't keep doing it. But the fact that my shit just keeps getting better and better, and I feel like I finally just found my sound after whatever, 10, 10 years you know, plus. But it's like, uh, it's, it's, this is now just the start, in my opinion. This is just the beginning. Definitely. Those are the 10 years of mastery to get to. Where exactly. You ESP, do you have a, cause you also been doing this for a while. Like your pen game is pretty immaculate. Um, and it's definitely. Appreciate that, man. For I, real. I music that I like and that I bump to. And that makes me like, I like music that makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm from, ah, let's you know, go. I want to feel like, Give me that chain. Give me the, like, I, that's the type of music. I, I'm not going to do it, but I, I, that's my Brooklyn love. Yeah. You approach rhyming that way. Like if you're going after someone, first of all, what did the mic do to you that you keep attacking it the way you do? Uh, <laughs> did it offend you? What did it do? Because your style is, is, is definitely like you're going in there with the knife to get people. Hey, yo, cheese. Hey, yo, cheese. This dude. Somebody told this dude he sucked, dog. Somebody no. told this dude he sucked in the cypher, dog. And he, <laughs> he just lost his mind, bro. That's it, yo. That was probably I going know, I don't know what my approach on that. I just kind of like, I just go, man. It's just what comes to me. I just want to be the illest. Some people don't want to be the illest, you know what I mean? 
Bro, you, right with, you, you, you write with revenge, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, somebody fucked you up or some shit like that. Now you yeah. back. But that's what I was I was talking to, you know, the the my my podcast people behind the scene. I was like, well, ESP kind of, like, stabs you but leaves the knife in there. He doesn't take it back out. He just leaves <laughs> it. Let's go. I like that you know? shit, man. I like that shit. Someone print the shirt of that. Sell it. Send the money to ESP. Right now. <laughs> that's dope, when when you're thinking about the landscape where it is, how did Estinac come into the fold? Because Estinac is I can't think of someone as hot right now. I know Griselda gets a lot of love, but Estinac has kind of like been on a rise really, really quick. And he's been grinding for a long time. And we know because we had him, he's on our first single. And how did it how did that idea to get Knack in there? Um, and how was it when you opened up that? I would imagine it came through an email, be like, "We got the Vox, we yeah. got the track, holy shit!" Because that verse he laid down, even though he was a lot more calmer in it than he usually is, it was a very cerebral attack that went very well with what you guys were doing. Um, how did that feel? Open up that email. It felt good, man. I've actually, me and Ghost, we've known, uh, we've known Esty for years now. He's actually, he's from Mass too. So, you know, I've been in countless ciphers with, with Esty. I've been listening to his music for years. Dude's an absolute beast. And he's actually, you know, he's like that dude. And the fact that he's dumping so much music and that's kind of like so inspiring. It's ridiculous. It's actually, so, you know what I mean? Like I hit him up and he was like the sole feature we wanted on the project. He murdered it. We opened it up. We were satisfied. It was dope. I, I think what people, what rappers should really learn, or at least listeners who want to be rappers, I don't want to be a rapper, but what makes SD special, special is how much he reads. He reads so much, he could talk about so much. And that's one of the things I tell people, like, oh, you want to be a great rapper? You got to read a lot, bro. You got to have something to say that's going to keep me entertained for a whole album. Uh, and and the next album has to be something else, and SD does that. That's why I like this project so much. Um, from the tracks I heard, and I'm excited to hear the full version of it, it has that sound that definitely familiar to me. It's uncomfortable. It's sonically appealing. There's many textures and layers to it. But then we have these dueling MCs that have, one, a lot of charm and charisma, but also feel like, man, this is like I'm in the projects in the in the in the and the hallways kind of music. What is the next step in the Savage Land, you know, discography? Because I would imagine with the buzz around this project that is it's getting bigger as the days go on. Is there a part two to this that I need to put my stimulus money on the side for now? <laughs> well, put it this way. For, after this conversation, uh, I'm going to make sure that whatever it is, it's going to make you much more uncomfortable than this one does. Yes. <laughs> I want to get borderline divorced. Right. <laughs> yeah. I want people to go mad and just like have to turn themselves into fucking, you know. I don't know if you did it, but I think talk about doing it. I, I, that's the kind yeah. of like, I don't know. Music, um, music that makes you insane. That'll be the title. Now, before we got on the air, Ghost. Uh, said something very interesting. I'm going to bring that outside conversation in. Let's get into it. I heard, I heard in the winds that some people think pun 
is is better than Ghostface or Ghostface Bader and Pun. This is this Yo, is cheese. You about to get you about to get cats in trouble, bro. I, I do. Yeah. This, this is not Yo, first be- of all, first of all, rest in peace, Fred the Godson, man. Yes. Yeah, I mean, rest, rest, rest in peace, Fred the Godson, man. Yo, yeah, man. honestly, man, literally, when I was a simp, you know what I mean, out here simping for for for, for uh, you know love and shit like that. And then you got me through some some of the worst times, man. That I don't give a fuck about the, the Monique's room. You know what I mean? That shit got me through a lot of shit, bro. You know what I mean? So shout out to Fred the Godson. Rest in peace to him. My heart goes out to his family. Yeah, he's a humble soul, nimble, nimble MC that had a, a lot in front of him. And people have not familiar, go go check out the catalog. I'm glad to see that. Um his vinyls like sold out as soon as the news came. So I'm hoping all that money goes to the family, but you yeah, know, sure. what you could do is go stream, go stream the stuff, go stream, stream, buy, buy, buy. That's the best way to support, especially when the band camp on May 1st, very new thing, come back on, go, go buy. Um, but let's get into it. Ghost of HUD. This is an interesting debate. I, I like it. Yeah. See, I think, I think Ghostface has the best catalog ever that any MC personally. Yo, let me tell let me tell you something about Pond, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was born in the Bronx, partially yep. made, uh raised there. You know what I mean? Like this dude, like on some personal shit, you know what I mean? That album. Shout out to my homie Jeremy Suarez, man. I remember I was on I was on punishment, man. My mom grounded me for like, I don't know, a fucking month, you know what I mean? My homie Jeremy slipped me that 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 capital punishment at lunch, dog. My mom may know I had a walk, man. It was a rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, I've never... Definitely the classic, man. It's definitely a classic. I'm no, not taking it away. Now, now, listen. You know what I'm saying? When Pun says he is the nicest ever, you know what I mean? With so much confidence, he knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew. You know what I mean? The man's flows, man. That man was fucking 400 pounds with dead in the middle of the middle. We know that we made him some middle. You know what I mean? Like, yo, Pun was crazy. On top of his flows, you know what I mean? On top of his flows, you talking about shit that's still relevant now. You know what I mean? In a short amount of time. He was taking a he was taking from us, you know, too soon. You know what I mean? But imagine if Pun was still here. You feel me? You know how many you know that's you know how many rappers puns pun gave birth to? There's a there's, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. I think if if Pun was still here, his catalog would be just as thick as Ghost. Um Man, that's tough because I love, you know, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Well, he has a lot of classics, man. For that. But Supreme Clientel is kind of tough to beat. Um, Wreck is very quiet. So from a production side, I would imagine he would lean towards a little more of the ghost catalog because that mirrors his style a little I think I'm quiet. I'm quiet because this is the fucking one of the hardest questions I've ever heard. It's it's really, really hard, man. But at the same time, it's like Ghostface, yeah, he's had much more time. He's had much more time. He has a much more extensive catalog. He's much more creative. He has he's had time to develop that where pun, you know, hasn't. But pun is lyrically a beast. He's one of the best. He's top five. You cannot this is really hard, man. It's a really Dog, and, and, and he's a big dude that's talking to bitches, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I remember. He's talking remember. to women, man. Yeah, yeah. I think Pun had a, the ability to do a lot. And unfortunately, he's not here. But yeah. like, I try to think about where hip-hop 
could go and who can take it there. And Pun had an ability to imagine what Pun would be doing now with the Latin market being as as big as it is now. I don't think oh a lot of hip hop fans understand like the market that we have is small. It's in small comparison when you look outside of the states and you have a hundred million people listening to Latin trap stuff. You can have the most bullshit Latin trap shit, but they're getting hundreds of millions of views and listens because the market is way bigger. Imagine if Pun tapped into that because he had all the appeals to do to that. Mm, mm. had only a he had he tried with a lot of his albums to make it make it go mainstream. No doubt. Okay, he uh, you know what I just came up with a thought. Imagine imagine look at where Fat Joe went. Now imagine if Big Pun went the way Fat Joe went. Oh my with that with that lyrical ability, bro. Yo, Rick, you're gross, dog. He'd be on Jay-Z's gross. level. Bro. I'm sorry. Yo, Rick! Rick, you just stole the words out of my fucking mouth, dog. Come on, sure, man. I, I think I think I love Fat Joe, the early stuff, but <laughs> Fat Joe figured it out. He just right. figured it out in terms of like figured out a formula. He had a formula. He found the formula and it worked for him and he and he rebranded. Um but if Big Pun would have did it, I don't think he would have done it the way Fat Joe would have done it. Nah. He was trying to go for hits. It just happened. He had so much charisma. It was ridiculous. And yeah. he, he's funny. How many funny hip-hop albums do we really have? ODB's album is hilarious from beginning to end. Mm. Big Pun had moments of hilarity. I can't think of many more. Maybe Food Ludicrous. Yeah. Ludicrous. Is but like, Busta will do it, but... But Buster. they get shunned for that too. Where where pun didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, range, bro. Yeah, range. Yeah. So I think all right, all right, big pun's fucking nasty. I get it. I get it. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> what did Nas say? Nas said he's the last shining sun I could feel, or something like that. Right? I'm the, I'm too tank tatted up. So I was in looking at that RZA primo battle, like with my eyes like this. Like please don't. Oh mess yeah. With <laughs> And then he came out good. So I'm happy. Um, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for checking it out. Consider subscribing, liking, sharing, all that nonsense. You don't have to. Most importantly, hit the links below. Go check out Savage Land. Um, it's an amazing project. Esley Nax on it. Fantastic production. If you, you know, if you listen to the show, you already know how we do. So I'm sure you're going to like it as well. You know we don't bring anything up here that we don't endorse. Um, so make sure you you go check that out. And if you got some stimulus money, um, if you stole money from your baby mama because you didn't pay child support this month because you want to save some money inside, that's fine too. Go go go! Hit the link below. Support uh, the good guys over at Savage Zan. Um, and you know what? You know what? If you're hurting and you don't got no money, but you really want this music and you're gonna share it and you're gonna love it, hit us up. Hit one of us up. We'll give you the fucking album. If you, hit us if up. You have, if you have streaming services already, yes, sure. go check it out there. And then check out their individual catalog as well. It's pretty good there too. Um, I found the rec, the rec, rec, recognized real and the guilty symptom one. I'm like, buy that right now. Uh, <laughs> of guilty symptom. Thank and you. I love what I was hearing. So, man, thank you so much for your time. I, I as soon as the next project comes out, let's let's do this again, and then we we'll all could be lit up at the same time. Um, Definitely. That'll be that'll be great. Hopefully not in quarantine either. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. And real quick, I just want to give a shout to DJ Grasshopper. He's all over the album. Yes. He did cuts for us. And yeah. Respect. Discussing respect. Uh, respect. Evan Nero, yeah. who actually mastered it and did a great job. That's Ghost My Boy. Man. 
and uh, Maz One, who's doing all these videos. You guys got great connections oh, with these two MCs, and they're fucking crushing it. So uh, they all were kind of an integral part of this project, and I think our, our future, our future too. He's definitely one of my favorite grasshoppers. Shout out to you. Be on the lookout for the Crush Lab podcast compilation coming out with SD Mag. We have stock on that. We got we got smooth on that. We got V Don on that. We got the who's who in the game all on that. So that gives you an idea of the strength of the brand. So check it out. First single out right now, Knack versus Nance, produced by Flute, cuts by DJ Two Buck. Go go check that out. Hit the links below. Crush Live Podcast, Savage Land. Gentlemen, wash your hands. Twenty seconds or more.